What's up, guys? This is Duke. And Rachel. Uh, for the Crazy Switch. Episode 8. Episode 8. Super excited. <sighs> I am also super excited. This is good. Uh, we, are, uh, we had a long week. Yeah, we did. Last uh, last week we got together, we uh, we started planning <laughs> the next me- uh, the next world yeah. domination. Oh yes, yeah. Same thing we do every night. We're upping the tech. Doobie from uh, Suburban Boys came and showed me how to use this soundboard. Oh, so like if you notice in episode six, my voice was too loud and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, too low. Yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. I you was were too, too loud. loud. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, we're just, we're just moving on up. We're making changes. We we're being awesome. Yeah. As per usual. Truth. Anyways, uh, <laughs> how was your week? My week was pretty good. Uh, it's been a little crazy. Um, yeah, just with the holidays coming up, um, getting, uh, very, oh, stressed about buying presents. I fucking hate shopping during the holidays. I thought you were a Jew. Well, my dad's not. Um, Pops is uh, Catholic. Well, raised Catholic, but you know, celebrates Christmas. That's right. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're shopping for pre- one present, six <laughs> presents. Like how many? Pre- uh, I shop for. I shop for. Let's see. Uh, four. Four or five. Wow. And then that must every be a pretty cool guy. Any any everybody at work. Everybody at work. Uh, the work folks. I'm just kind of like. See, that's the best part of being an entrepreneur. Is mm-hmm. like you don't have to buy shit for anybody. Oh, I kind of said to my team, I was like. Maybe we don't buy each other presents. Like, how about we just give money to, like, you know, the bosses? Don't you already do, like, the, the Secret Santa thing? I don't like that shit. Oh. Like, I mean, I, I will. I'm not going to be, you know, an asshole and not join in on the fun, but I'd prefer not to. It's just one more thing I have to do and forget about and then do, like, last minute. You well, know you got to get a, yourself an organizational structure. <laughs> like a bullet journal? Yeah. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. I got honor for this uh, bullet journaling thing I've been doing, and uh, now she's gonna get all scrapbooky on it. I am because I'm a <laughs> scrapbooker, kind of. <laughs> kind of. I wouldn't say that I'm uh, fully, fully in on the scrapbooking. Like I don't, I don't take it out and like get excited about it every day. But like, there's times. There's yeah. Times. Yeah. Like I have to be in the right mood. Guilty pleasure. You gotta sage it. Totally sage. You know, mm. house has to be co- totally clean. A nice, you know, blunt of sativa of some sort that usually get does the trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that get the creative juices flowing and shit. That smooths all, <laughs> all processes out. I think. Uh, yeah. So I fucking I went to uh, Miami. Yeah. And it was hot as hell. Like I thought Miami is going to be a little bit cooler this time of year, but it was pretty nice. Um, met some great people. Came back. I went back up to Big Bear to the snow this weekend. And then uh, now that? I'm, I'm I I got three or four weeks off now, so I'll be in town, like doing my shit. And That's so, good. Uh, getting everything on the. Doesn't that feel good sometimes? Just to kind of be home for a little bit and just be able to like reorganize and regroup. Yeah. You know, I spent the first thirty something years of my life wishing I can get out of the home area. You sure. Know, like, and just just man, if I could just travel for a living, and then <laughs> I did it. And now all you want to do I is love be home. being at home. <laughs> like I really love it. Well, and I for me too, I you know, I well, you and I are both extroverts. So we definitely enjoy the uh <coughs> energy of other people. You know, I mean, that's where we get our <laughs> yeah, our I energy do. from. But <laughs> <laughs> fucking immature ass. 
<laughs> everything's everything's a 12 year old joke don't ever grow up no i agree it's kind of like the peter pan syndrome but you know anyways i don't know what i was talking about yeah i don't remember either. <laughs> moving on <laughs> <laughs> sweet uh so anyways what are we talking about this week first loves i think is what we said first loves oh I've been super nostalgic. I think that's why I've been bringing it up. Like, oh. I've been really nostalgic lately. The universe is bring, bringing back the, the better times? Uh, well, I, I, you know, I don't know if I think about my first love uh, all that fondly, but I've been pushing myself to think of him more fondly because they weren't all bad times, right? Uh, like, yeah. they weren't all bad times. Yeah, you obviously had some benefit out of a relationship. Yeah, oh, and for a very long time, um, you know, so, yeah. All right. Well, um, first loves. Oh, so we're not talking about we're, you're, you're talking about like sex and adults and stuff, or you just talking about like. Well, for me, because I was thinking like kindergarten and shit. That's fine. Mine, my, <laughs> I met mine in middle school, so mine went from middle school like up until I was like twenty five. Wow, yeah. you got loyal, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Well, I mean, I met him when I was thirteen. Oh. You know, when we got together was, you know, Everything in high comes school. Everything back around. Yeah. Always. They always come <laughs> back twice, at least. <laughs> yeah, I think we did a podcast about that once. We might have one or two. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, well, since I'm going to start in kindergarten, I yeah. guess. Uh, <laughs> since you've I guess got I'll chronological. Start... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chronological. Uh, whatever. Yeah, Go. I, Go for I, it. I fucking. Okay, so. There's always this phase, like back in the day, like when when you were a kid, like you saw it on TV a lot. I saw it on TV a lot, and the, the it was like the gross phase, right? Ew, girls, cooties, right? And like I just never ever had that phase, ever. Me neither. I always loved boys. I was boy crazy from the get go. Yeah, like right. from from five, like from about five. I feel like it's natural, right? It's like hell yeah, girls. So <laughs> I I fucking so I went and uh, my mom she was like super protective because she was really religious. She didn't want me to be influenced by Satan or something. <laughs> so um, she put me into like private school. Mm-hmm. So I, I get into this, uh, I get into this this kindergarten like playground thing, and it was like one of these small town. I lived in the middle of fucking nowhere, and <laughs> like right between. Uh, it's a little city called Hesperia. Oh, it's uh, it's right yeah. between. Uh, you see it. On, you see it on the maps occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a uh, it's it's a place between. Uh, it's like right between Vegas and San Diego on the fifteen. Like, okay. It's like yeah. in this just fucking middle of. So nowhere. I was like, it's it's uh it's one of those five freeways that it's off of the fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I grew up in this place, but there's a little private school there, so she put me in there, and uh, I was socializing, and it was great, and and I found myself a little girlfriend. Now. I, my mom, she was really into romances and shit. Like, so she would watch all these little, like, I guess what they would be called now, like, Lifetime movies. But back in the day, I don't don't know what network it would have been on. Probably Lifetime. Uh, No. Hallmark? Maybe the Hallmark. I don't think Hallmark Channel existed back then. Okay. This was, like, the 80s, you know. So, like, you got got to remember, we were, like, click, click, click on the TV back then. You know, when I was... (laughs) five um so we didn't really have cable right so um but there were these like there weren't like soap operas they're like 
two hour long movies of like so all of my education and how men and women should act with each other were either like my mom telling me or or watching these things right so i always grew up with this like romantic idea of you know in order to get a girl here's the blueprint right mm-hmm. you say something to the girl that expresses interest then the girl says fuck you that's a dumb idea <laughs> and then you almost kill yourself doing something heroic and then she falls in love with you and you live out happily ever after like that was the that was the narrative so I, I took my five year six year old brain and I took myself into <laughs> into trying to do heroic things to impress the girls around me and of course that obviously failed all the time <laughs> but uh you probably hurt yourself on the the jungle gym once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. falling off things and stand. You know, I did a lot of social faux pas. Like I, I would like stand up for people when they didn't need to get stood up for. Oh, and just like get really angry <laughs> and like just to just to show how protective I was. You know? And uh, oh, I am just picturing little five year old dude doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not right. My mom says. And so, uh, I you know I can't really fucking remember this shit, sure. but uh, the the few things that are coming back to my brain, uh, when I was in kindergarten, and I, it might have been first grade because I went to the same place, you know. Okay. So the memories are kind of like mixed matched. Yeah. Um, I met this girl, and her name was Margaret, and she was she she was my dentist's daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Also, it was like close, you know, kind of like a. Six six degrees of separation type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, she was the first crazy girl I ever met. <laughs> Damn, you had a type then, dog. Yeah, At dude. six. <laughs> I was like imprinted. <laughs> dude, I was going Love through this. That. Uh, Love you know, that. There's this philosopher uh, that's like really big right now. His name is Jordan Peterson. And uh, he has this thing where it's called the self-authoring course. And I've been going through this course. Uh, recently, and basically what it does is it gives you a bunch of writing prompts and pulling things out of your history and like why you are the way you are and oh, interesting. matches it against like personality tests. So I've been doing that. So I've been pulling these stories out of my brain, you know, that I hadn't yeah. thought about for years. And you're like, oh, there, there it is. Yeah, another book that that uh, that brought a bunch of that stuff up. Uh, Dr. Phil, he wrote a book called Self Matters. Okay. And it was about like self-worth, self-esteem or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's all these writing prompts. I'm like, pull up, you know, when you were six years old. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you just write, 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 write until you're you're completely exhausted of content. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and look over it and you can see like themes and stuff. And gotcha. It's, it's really interesting. But anyway, so <laughs> I get out on this fucking playground, right? And... This girl, she walks up and or hobbles up. I don't know what you do when you're six. Like ambles Skip. up, yeah, skips up <laughs> uh, to me and 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 announces that she's gonna kiss me. Right? Oh, yeah. And you were like, and, do it. And like now I know that that's always a ploy. But back in the day, I, you know, I was like, oh yeah, kissing's cool. I like I like that. I like that idea. Right. So, um, but while I was there. There was a bunch of boys around me. They were like my crew, but they ended up not being my crew because they were bully ass motherfuckers, and they ended up doing bad things to me. But that um, sucks. Yeah, whatever. That's for, that's for a different podcast. I see them on Facebook nowadays, <laughs> nowadays and I'm like, ha, 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 loser. So, uh, <laughs> like everybody from Hesperia, if they didn't join law enforcement or the military, they're like drug dealers. Yeah, I was like, or, 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 or addicts. Yeah, themselves. yeah, they're yeah. just they're. 
it's just growing up there is a horrible place. Um, so, anyways, they started jeering and and being negative about this idea, and so uh, I obviously, because I was cool as fuck, had to, you know. Oh no, yeah, kissing gross, man. <laughs> but in my brain, I'm like, why? Why though? Like that? Then what? Maybe they know something. I don't know. I don't fucking whatever. Yeah. So uh, she gets kind of harumphy, you know, like, <laughs> right? And then she like rolls off. Such a good word. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> yeah. And then she uh, she disappears for a minute. And then next thing I know, she's chasing me around the playground, trying to trying to kiss me, right? And uh, now, nowadays, you know, you know that's fucking crazy talk right there. But you know, back then, I th- this is like really like a gift from God, like because if she if she ends up, you know, catching up to me and then kissing me, I have no culpability in the situation, right? Right. Like, like I, guys, like I just. I was, I fell over and, you know, I, and, and she kissed me. What yeah. What was I supposed to do? I, there's nothing to blame. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, this is like the perfect scenario. Now, I don't know how fucking actually cognitive and logical I was at this time, but well, you're, no, looking, you're six. <laughs> looking back on it, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is, this is what happened. Right. So she ends up, uh, basically tripping me while I'm running Oh, nice! Right? over by the swing set. Right? And I fall on my face and I turn around and she like straight, like face first dive oh on top, on of, top of me right in in what would now be a compromising situation but right. uh then she's just kissing and i'm like this this is this is valid like i like this this aggressive woman thing i don't have to do anything <laughs> i'm not culpable it just happened right just like how all women think now <laughs> Right? It just happened. Like, in, oh, it's like I didn't. I just went in for. Uh, uh, he wanted to show me his fish tank, and then, like, shut up. Then so I slept on his dick. Yeah, yeah. It just was there inside me. So, yeah. Uh, so then uh, we ended up like like when you play doctor and shit. Like that was that that girl. She was like the one who like opened my fucking pre adolescent sexuality. Man, I'm and, just laughing because I I literally was writing almost everything that you were saying today for my blog. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you're so you're the a, a, attacking woman. No, I not necessarily that, but but a very a very playing tag, you know. Yeah, chasing each other, uh, you know, kissing kissing the neighbor's grandson. Yeah, all that kind of shit. Yeah, that's very, excellent. Yeah, I was just writing about it today. So I fell in love with this girl. I don't know. You know, I don't need. I want to know what love <laughs> is. But like, I every woman from then on had to like meet this archetype of, of aggressive, aggressive, and you know, physical and a little fucking crazy. Like, didn't <laughs> right? And I, you you can kind of look back through my entire <laughs> life of like up until probably I don't know, fucking yesterday. I, you know, I keep going for these fucking crazy ass <laughs> girls. <laughs> Maybe not even yesterday. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. I, I, who knows what the future holds? I'm not fucking clairvoyant. Right? So, um, like, it was really a formative archetype for for femininity. Interesting. In, in my in my initial thing, so I fell in love with her, and it just kept moving forward. Like, uh, my mom, she decided that the private school was too 
after she had a really good laugh, because I felt really guilty about kissing a girl. Okay. Because my mom was really, really strict on the thing, because she was like an activist for like anti-abortion and, mm. and all this other stuff. So like, yeah. her view on sex was really stringent. And right. Not that I understood that when I was six, but her, her vibe was that way. Right. Right. So... You knew that something was off, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In, the, in the in the encounter. Yeah, there's a lot of shame and stuff. When, yeah, when it came around, like like private parts and you know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I was like really embarrassed. Yeah. To tell my mom about this stuff, but she, you know, I'm in the kitchen and she's like, she's like, so how was school? And like, I thought I was playing it cool, but obviously my child face. <laughs> Was giving me away. Told all on yourself. And so we had about a a five minute back and forth, me standing in the kitchen trying to convince my mother that nothing happened at school today. Now, I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. Maybe I got an F or something. I don't know. Right. Or I fucking wrote something in macaroni I wasn't supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But. You wrote uh, vagina. (laughs) Right. It started then. Yeah. I saw it on PBS. (laughs) So. She ends up pulling the answer out of me, and I'm like, well, I, um, you know, Margaret from school. I was like, yeah. She's like, I kissed her. And she, like, breaks down laughing in the middle of the – because I guess she thought it was something else. And gotcha. so she's like, what, what is happening? You know, and then – because she was getting kind of flustered. Right. And, and then she just and, – and that was, like, really – I don't know if it's scarring – but having my mom laugh at me <laughs> when I made this admission of guilt. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so that that kind of painted the future for that too. But but uh, yeah, I was, I've been dating crazy chicks since before I could alphabet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, I have a few more first love stories but i think that was my first first one that was like your very very first yeah yeah mine uh mine also is i mean young and again very formative like i actually look at him as sort of like um you know i've i've been very comfortable in great relationships for a long time we talk about this you know often and uh he was definitely the very very first one who taught me that so but we met when I was like in eighth grade, like we went to the same middle school together and um, both of our parents were in education. And so <laughs> they both, both of them sent us to this like writing class at UCLA, but the summer between uh, middle school and high school, we were both going to go to the same high school together and we had been friends in middle school and stuff. But that was like the first time where we were on UCLA's campus. We were 13. We both got to take the public bus over there. You know, like both of us are only children. We had a lot in common. And um, that's funny because that's where we had our first date. I know. In Westwood. Right. It, it all it all is uh, cyclical. <laughs> so we we took this class together for the summer and um, we we each had two classes and the second one was the one that we had together. So we would end class together. We would meet up in between, have a little lunch or whatever we would do. Um, and we started to get very close and really friendly. And um, I just remember being like 13 and not really knowing if I, if he liked me back or if like I even liked him, you know, like that weird phase where you're kind of like, do I have a crush on this person? Do I not have a crush on the person? It was very much. Yeah. I did that two days ago. <laughs> it was very much like that. And, um, our little 13-year-old selves didn't know, really know what to do. But 
in that summer, we started holding hands, very sweatily holding hands, right? Like it was super, um, super exciting. Like I got that little rush, you know, in my stomach and, you know, we would, we would, um, but it, it ended up being like very, because we were so comfortable with each other, it just felt like, oh, that's just what I do with my friends, right? Like that was just sort of like my MO on it my whole life. And, um, and I think we both kind of liked each other, right? But then we got to high school and we had to do this kind of cool, you know, thing or whatever, but we were still in the same group of friends. So like that summer, I don't think we kissed or anything, but we just held hands. We were just holding hands. So we get to high school and we're in ninth grade and I end up liking this, uh, this guy that I really shouldn't have liked. Um, he was, uh, we, he and I had biology, this other guy, he and I had biology together and we just had this like mad chemical chemistry. Like it was just insane, but there's no reason for me to have liked this guy, like in all aspects of the, the situation. Um, and so Aaron and I were just friends, like, you know, but we'd always have that sort of flirtatious thing. We'd always hold hands. We'd always kind of like, you know, be with each other. And um, I actually ended up losing my virginity to the to the guy in biology. And that really like kind of got him, right? That really like hurt his feelings. And he was like kind of, yeah, like Aaron was like really hurt by it and all this stuff. And so by the time our senior year kind of came around, um, uh. Danny and I, we were kind of like done. We weren't really like, we were friends, but we weren't really, you know, it wasn't really anything. We'd lost our virginity to each other. That was it. He had a girlfriend. I wasn't really doing my thing. And I was kind of dating this younger guy, mm, the uh, passively stealing my car guy. I was dating him then. And Aaron went up. Yeah. All of these guys are from high school. <laughs> what the fuck? I know. All of them are from high school. It's so crazy, right? <laughs> so Aaron actually went up to that guy. And in high school and uh, in our senior year and had a conversation with him and was like, where do you think this is actually really going to go? It's going to go nowhere. You're a, she's a senior. You're a, you're a sophomore. Like, where do you think this is? Nothing's going to happen. So that guy ended up breaking up with me. It was this whole thing. And Aaron and I got together right after that. And so that was like our senior year. All part of the master plan. Yeah, he like yeah. he like totally had this all laid out. And so so our senior year, we went to prom together. Um he lost his virginity to me and it was, yeah. Right. Like I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I took that one down. And, um, we, we spent all summer together, all summer together. And we like were madly in love and all of our friends were like, Oh, it was fine. Cause it finally happened right from eighth grade to our senior year. There was like all this buildup. We would like do all this shit, like from our freshman year to, you know, senior year. And finally we were together. And then, cause I had been like, I had been the one fighting it, right? Like Aaron, Aaron wanted to be with me, but I had been the one fighting it. And so when I finally gave in, Oh, I was, I was fucked. Like then I really fucking gave in and I was like all in. And then he was going away to college and I was staying in, uh, he went down to Long Beach. I was staying in LA and he was like, I don't think we should be together when I go, you know, down there. And my little heart was so broken, right? Like I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know what to do. And so he goes away for the first semester. He comes back and he's got a fucking girlfriend. Like he's got a girlfriend, right? He came back over, uh, his first semester away he came back with a girlfriend and we had a very tight-knit group that we would all kind of like hang out all the time every time a holiday would come home 
we were all hanging out. We were, you know, driving around to each other's places. Our parents would be out of town. We'd all party at each other's house. It was just a very, we were close, sleeping over each other's house. And Aaron and I would do this, this song and dance where we would start to get, we would hang out a lot. And so we would like slowly and slowly get more and more physical, like as the hangout sessions would go, like the first day would always be like super awkward and like obviously tons of sexual tension, but neither one of us knowing what to do with it. And so, you know, throughout the like week, the first week of us hanging out, it would, oh, you know, oh, our legs touched and I would read into fucking everything that I shouldn't have been reading into. And so when he told me he had a girlfriend, I was like, oh my God, I was heartbroken. I was totally heartbroken. But, um... He ended up coming over to my house. We were hanging out at the beach and I don't know. I was, we were doing laundry cause we had like run into the water, you know, something stupid. We were doing laundry and like in the laundry room, he like comes up and he starts making out with me and he has a girlfriend. And so from there it just was like, Oh my God, what the fuck does this mean? It, it was constantly like this. Like our, pretty much our entire relationship would be like that. Right. Like he would, um, he would end up having a girlfriend, then they, then they would break up. Right. And, and, or, and then he, we would, we wouldn't really talk when he was away. And so after that, I like had to get out of LA. I like moved to Santa Barbara. We all, everybody stayed all close and everything like that. Um, but when I was transferring to a four year, guess where I went? (laughs) Fucking Long Beach. Right. So when I, um, when I started to go down there, and again, this would happen like that cycle would happen every every summer, every winter, right? Like we would go through our semesters, you know, seeing each other here and there. But as soon as we would come home for the summer, it would just be like that. It would be us. We'd be together, you know, same thing with winter, everything. We just always would end up sort of like having these intense fucking moments like and, you know, neither one of us had a place. So the, the, these intense moments would be like in the back of his Jimmy fucking truck. Right. Like, but, but super like steaming up the fucking windows and just like, <laughs> you know, 1920, not knowing what the fuck to do with yourself and, you know, really like falling in love, like having these intense moments. And then when he would just kind of do this bullshit where he would act like we weren't together, like, Oh my God, it was, it was hard. Like that was really, really hard. And so Fast forward to like, you know, we'd had these couple of times where um, we would uh, we would actually seem like we were together. Like when I was in Long Beach, like that was probably the closest we were to like fully starting to make it work. And he would just not something about it. He just would kind of run away from it or whatever the case would be. Um, So when I was, I don't know. 24 25 when I was 24 my um, best friend and I we moved in together and in that year that she and I lived together they ended up hooking up and getting together bad news (laughs) now they are currently married with three children (laughs) so I will say this I will say at least it was for something at least it was meaningful and it wasn't just like the biggest asshole move on both of their parts, right? Like at least they really ended up making it work and it wasn't just like, Oh, let's just get together. And then that's it. But it was, you know, meaningful to the, you know, for them and stuff like that. But yeah, no, that was, that one was really, really hard. And like why I say it still fucking happened. Like we still kind of deal with it now is because, um, 
since we've known each other since high school and I've known a lot of my friends since high school, there's a couple of dudes that still know him that he was in a wedding, uh, recently, um, it last, last year. And when I was planning my friend's bachelor party, um, he, he, I figured he was going to go right. I just kind of made the assumption and like, I've seen them around and I've, I'm always very cool and comfortable. They're not in my life, but I'm always very much like, buying them a drink, making it comfortable because I never see them at a function that I have. Right. Like it's just, you know, it's easier that way. And so I never make it uncomfortable for 10 years. I haven't made it uncomfortable. And then, um, when I was planning my friend's bachelor party, uh, he, and he was in the wedding, he, um, said to my friend, Oh, I can't go because of the, you know, I can't do that to my wife because of the Rachel and me situation. And I, <laughs> the look you have on your face was, yo, I flipped the fuck out. <laughs> like, I was like, nothing has fucking happened for 10 fucking years. Like, I'm not even friends with you. Then he tried to add me on Snapchat. <laughs> like, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I fucking blocked him on that. Obviously, the Rachel situation was in his mind. Okay. Then at the wedding, right? Like, I, so now that I knew that, I was very conscious, right? So, like, at the wedding, I, every time the rehearsal, every time he would be someplace, I would go somewhere else, right? Like you don't want there to be a situation. Let's not have there be a situation. So I would walk away and like go stand with other friends. No, he would be like my little fucking shadow. He would pop up right behind me. Like I was getting ready to leave at the rehearsal. He was across the parking lot and ran across from the parking lot and was like, Oh, you're leaving. Oh, let me give you a hug. Goodbye. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Then fast forward to this September, I have some friends who went down to uh, their place, same friends who got married, went down to their place for Labor Day, right? This is the ex and the ex-bestie. And um, on, in their home, in their home, she's pregnant with their third child. In their home, there is a picture, a group shot of all of us up there. First of all, why the fuck am I in your home? Second of all, this particular group shot was uh, in our 20s, like early, like 20 probably. And we were in Mexico um, celebrating, celebrating somebody's birthday. And he and I were very, very, very much together in this photo, like incredibly together. Like she was also in that photo. There was a lot of people in that photo. Like we, he, he and I were very much together in that, on that trip. And we've taken other group shots throughout the years since they've been together. Yo, I was weirded the fuck out. Like I was just like, how are you? You made a situation that there wasn't one. Like, like you said, it was very much more in his head. I found out that he put up the picture. Like, I it's crazy. Like, I've been trying to really like I've I've thought that I'm like fully over the whole scenario between them, right? Like, okay, like that was 10 years ago. They broke my heart. Like, I'm good. You know, I've moved on. <laughs> like, I've learned from that. And I'm not angry about it. But this shit keeps popping up. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? What does that mean? Like, and he, like you said, a very formative relationship of this sort of back and forth. Oh, we're together. We're not together. We're together. We're not together. This sort of gray space. He was sort of the first one that taught me that. And like, I actually did have a lot of emotion with him. Like, where with all the other ones, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Fuck it. With him, there was like a lot of emotion. So like, I learned how to shut that shit off but yeah that was my that's my first love story that's yeah that's a good one right (laughs) you got some you got some things you gotta dig up on that one i know there's some stuff right like there's still yeah no i and and what's crazy is like okay you know i'm in therapy right like i've been i've been going to therapy for like three years now and um 
I probably should be. And, well, and the thing is, I just had a conversation with my therapist about this because I'm like, I I went to therapy right after I found out that they had been hooking up, right? And they got together. I went to therapy for about a year, but I don't, I don't know if that therapist really brought out what she needed to bring out, right? Like, whereas this one is like, well, you know, sometimes when, especially writing, like I think writing brings it all up. And I, I did write like um, this post about like how we used to all like kind of go out and like there was this, this image of, I just had this very strong image of us like where we used to, we had this spot in Manhattan beach. Cause when we were all like not 21, we'd go and like drink at the beach at night. And um, I just have this memory of, of him like laying in my lap and like me playing with his hair and like all this has been coming back. And like, I was just like, Oh my God, like what the fuck is this? It's super weird. Super weird. Um, especially like, especially with the fucking picture, that picture thing, <coughs> like, yo, I was fucking weirded out. Like, no wonder I'm having fucking weird juju. Like, they're put they're 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 putting it out me at me every day. <laughs> like that's fucking crazy. <laughs> but so what did uh what did that particular relationship teach you about love? Oh God, I you know, I think I I don't know that it taught me. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to think about that. Um, because I definitely know that it uh put up some some barriers for me. For sure. I definitely know that because of him and her getting together, like I didn't trust women for years. I didn't have you a lot. Of, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends in my life for years. And then um, with guys, I definitely kind of put up this wall of trust, you know, and that's why I think I was comfortable in those sort of gray relationships and then learned how to manipulate them. So <laughs> like, oh, you say you just you don't want a relationship, but I'm going to make you want one. You know, I mean, I but I knew I loved him. Right. Like I knew in that in that time frame, like he was my first love for sure. Like it was messy and it was emotional and it was, you know, young and exciting. And I mean, we had we had great sexual chemistry and, you know, I'd being as, you know, like you, like very young and a fucking sexual horny <laughs> little being <laughs> you know I mean that shit has always been kind of important to me so yeah so when I found it like young I'm kind of like oh my god and I thought I was gonna marry him like I definitely you know we were that close we had known each other for years we'd been you know known each other's families like he was the boy next door type of situation you know it's very much like that like Corey and Topanga yeah totally <laughs> totally so I don't know it just uh but it's definitely been been popping up for me you know, he's definitely been in there. And I think part of it is because I do think that he was that formative sort of relationship that I don't really want to repeat again. Yeah, I don't think I could ever find Margaret again. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I have, a like, a long history of not having people in my life anymore. Mm. Like, I don't have, like, a lot of old friends. Like, I have a, I have a core group of friends, and, um, you know, they, they live everywhere else, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, we all, yeah. we all kind of split off. In our early twenties, like a couple lived in Texas, some of them got deployed. Like, yeah, and so I don't, I don't have that kind of thing coming back and coming back. Yeah, and coming back. No, we all like still live in L.A. or Long Beach. You know, I mean, we're like I said, we're pretty tight. You know, there's usually like at the wedding in January. I mean, he was there, she was there. You know, so it's like I've had to see them over the years. That's why I try not to make it uncomfortable when I do see them. Although after that bachelor party thing, I really wanted to make it fucking uncomfortable. I was like done. I was like fuck all y'all like 
fuck you, fuck her, fuck them all. Like, fuck everybody. I was like shutting people, blocking people on fucking Instagram, Facebook. Like, no, you will have no access to me. You don't want there to be, let's, let's end the situations. And like, it was crazy. So. Yeah. You might want to work through some of that stuff. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I, I feel like there's moments of, well, that, that one in particular, I think it, because it caught me so off guard, like the bachelor party thing. Like, how are you going to say that you're, you can't come because of a situation that doesn't exist? Well, I mean, obviously it still exists in his mind. Right? Well, yeah, he's putting up pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying throw all the pictures out, <laughs> burn all the fucking pictures. Like, I still have photos of them. They were a big part of my life. You know what I mean? But they're not up in my home. Right. And there was a weird dynamic between the three of us. Like, between me, her, and him, there was always, like, a weird little, you know, uh, threesome kind of vibe that we had. Um, that never was like very sexually or acted upon, but like all she was my best friend. He was my dude. We would all like hang out. I mean, even it. Yeah, it was it was a little it was a little incestuous and a little bit weird. So that's why I'm like weirded out by the fact that they still or he still needs that dynamic in a weird way. You Maybe know? she does, too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was wondering, because what chick would be OK with that? Like yeah. having a picture like I don't think I'd be cool with like having like, oh, you were together with her in that photo she just comes back from date night she's like call me rachel <laughs> yo i'm i seriously think that the first time their their first kid was conceived at like a birthday party that i'd seen them at very recently after like we kind of like parted ways like i'm very i'm very convinced about that because it would have been about 10 months when we saw each other from you're sort when, of like a, an emotional surrogate or whatever. Something weird. Like I said, there's a weird, like, that 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 threesome dynamic was always kind of there. I don't know. All right. Well, maybe you need to act through it in order to uh, <laughs> to clear that energy. <laughs> I like that. I think you should just call her up and just be like, hey, you know, just between you and me. <laughs> ever, ever made out with a girl before? <laughs> <laughs> no. she And she. you know what? The other thing, too, is, like, I think I've dealt more with, uh, like, my hurt by her. Versus my hurt by him. Yeah. Like for him, I was just kind of like, fuck you, you're just dumb. A dude. Yeah. Right? Fuck yeah. you, you're dumb. But She's got the betrayal thing going. And she was like, like the girl lived at my parents' place for three years without me living there. Like she was my fucking sister. Like that was my sister. So when that all happened, I was like, fuck you. But like I said, I think I've dealt with the, with her more and he acts super weird, like around me anyway. So I don't know. he probably doesn't live it down like at home. His his home life is probably punctuated by the fact that he did all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. she probably never lets him forget it. Well, I uh, maybe I don't. You know, I don't. Honestly, I don't know them anymore. Like it's been so long since we've had any kind of friendship at all. You know. All right. So season two, I want to hear a threesome story about you guys. <laughs> a th- oh, okay. I mean, like I said, it was never <laughs> sexual, but yeah, no, you know, like I, I yeah. need you to go call her up. Oh, and, oh, like currently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, no, not with her three kids. Ew, that's gross. I, I, they don't every, be in the house. Every time I see them now, I'm just like, oh, y'all are some basic ass bitches too. Like, I'm just like, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Yeah. Like, she looks basic as hell. He looks basic as hell. Like, I'm just That's kinda... what happens when you get married. <laughs> I hope not. Jeez. I don't want to be a basic wife. I know. It's inevitable. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's my first. But I'm going to come back to that question. What did you teach me about love? Because I don't know. I don't have an answer for that right now. Yeah, because like it's interesting because I'm going through all this like writing stuff about the past and about my emotional makeup and all that. It's interesting that 
um, you can start to see patterns through your life. Oh yeah. Like big time. And, and sort of map them back to one or two events. And it's like, whoa, well, I thought I had free agency this whole time. (laughs) And I didn't. Well, definitely writing. I'm telling you, writing out this blog where I'm like writing out relationship after relationship after fucking relationship. I'm just like definitely noticing some patterns. And I think that is why it's coming up in, in different ways for me now, you know, and maybe, I don't know. I don't, sometimes something about this time of year always kind of makes me nostalgic. So yeah. I've been, I've been thinking about it, you know? Yeah. This is a, it's definitely a podcast for me is fairly therapeutic as well. Yeah. Like <laughs> bringing up all these stories and all this like, Oh man, this is how I feel. Ha ha. We can laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I never really had anybody as fucked up as I am. Able to, to <laughs> go, go back, back and, and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> cheers to that, bro. <laughs> I wish we had something to toast right now. <laughs> water. <laughs> water. It's water. Clink. <laughs> that is. It is. Yeah, we're gearing up for the holidays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So as far as like lessons and uh, I, I think I got my first adult relationship and I'd like, you know, I'd call it adult because I was over the age of 18. But <laughs> I'm not sure I get into adult relationships now. So I I, I haven't for a while. Yeah. So <laughs> But uh my my first real serious girlfriend also happened to be my first sexual experience. Well okay. not my first sexual experience, but my first um uh intercourse experience. Okay. Right? So uh I I ended up my after a whole bunch of craziness through high school and and uh, and I was just I was basically just a big nerd. Nobody loved me, and <laughs> and I I was gonna be a computer hacker who created <laughs> like bio. I forget what I was gonna do. Cybernetics. That's what I was gonna use. I am glad you went this direction. This is much the direction that you're currently. I went the computer hacker direction for about twenty years, and then I switched. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's a different story. But I, I, I was just this little nerdy ass. Like I would go home from school, and I would stay on the computer for like ever. Mm -hmm. I was reading these little books by like Peter Norton, the guy who started like Symantec and like the, the antivirus company. And these books by, like, Bill Gates back before he was, like, really, really, really big. And I would just, like, just pour over all this stuff. And, and like, I was programming at, like, seven or something. <laughs> and then, uh, and so I had very little time for girls. And girls had very little time for me because all I would do was talk about, like, my understanding of algorithms back then. <laughs> like it was It was pretty nuts. So... <laughs> I uh, when I got out of high school, it was kind of like a crucible for me because everybody else was hooking up and and doing all this stuff, and I was trying to be like religious and oh, yeah. computery, and that, that was my thing. So I got out into this thing, and I was just so angry because I was split all the time. I was mm. like, <clears throat> "Be a good boy," uh, and you know, find real love. And, you know, because I used to read all these self-help books that my mom would have on a shelf. Like, my mom has not been able to make a relationship work her entire life. And, like, she was my model of, of like, who I go to to get relationship right. advice. Right. And uh, so I was always split, and I was, like, angry at myself most of the time. I was a very angry teenager. 
because uh, I had this like internal conflict of like I want to do this, but then I, but I, I shouldn't. shouldn't do that. Right. So then I'm like, I got really like legalistic about stuff, and so when I got out into the real world, <laughs> I uh, I was like really intelligent. I don't know if that's the case now, but. <laughs> Uh, back in the day, I was like, use big words and uh, shit. I was a really intelligent. <laughs> so I decided I was going to go work for a computer company and, you know, rise through the ranks and destroy the world, you know? <laughs> and so I did that and I jumped right into this software development company. And, um, I told him when I, I walked in and like Doc Martens and fucking <laughs> like, like patent leather Doc Martens nice. and, uh, at, at these like, Anyways, <laughs> so I, I, it's it probably the, the worst interview I've ever done as far as jobs. But the guys hired me, and I said I told I told them like, look, I am going to take over your development department, and I'm going to um, change every, the way that you do everything because you're, what you're doing is is inefficient. And they're like, anyway, so you have this data entry position, and um, we'll see where it goes from there, buddy. You know, like if you can use a number pad. Uh, you can work here. <laughs> so I did that, and uh, uh, it took me about six months to start owning, like, everything there. Like, I was just, like, because I'd, I'd go home and do nothing but, like, solve the problems of the business. Oh, that's great. You know, right? <laughs> and I came back, and so I rose up to the ranks pretty fast. And so I just made ungodly amounts of money. like Because nice. this is right at the, the end of the dot-com era, right before the big burst, and... Um, I was like this 19 year old kid just like killing the game, just crushing it. So like, I didn't make a lot of money, but I made for my age, just shit tons of money. Yeah. So I fucking went off, got in an apartment. I like, you know, got my yeah. own place, started throwing parties and drinking, like doing all that shit and just trying to get girls. And so I finally found this girl, <laughs> um, and she she was like an angel. Like she was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> she's a like perfect archetype of just hot ass girl. Like uh -huh. She was she had to be three inches shorter than me, reasonably decent sized tits. Mm -hmm. Fucking she wore rave pants and a fucking wife beater. Nice everywhere. I love that. Yeah, mark back in the day, it's short hair. Like you just like wife oh. beaters were my jam. Oh man, and <laughs> she was sitting there at the Starbucks, and and, and I was like, yeah, that, that girl. Now, of course, I was scared of girls. So, oh right, so that made it a little difficult. Yeah, I couldn't like I couldn't roll up like a pimp and be like, hey, what's up, girl? I'm just trying to get at you. <laughs> so I um I was I try to figure out some way to get this chick's attention, and this chick like she was always hanging out with these rough dudes because. Uh, it turns out she really liked meth, but that's a that's a different thing. Um, oh, we could do the drug addict. <laughs> oh yeah, well, that'll be a whole podcast. That might be two. <laughs> yeah, or eight. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> holy but, shit! Um, but she was just like fucking angel in my brain, and she hung out with all these like tall at the drug dealers, like right, you know. Oh yeah, um, no, <laughs> and she was like super worldly, like super like. You know, like talked about sex openly and kind of like, dark, yeah, mysterious, just like, yeah, and like would get moody, and I don't, you know, broody, have yeah. to come in and help, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, just like if there was bait on a bear trap, <laughs> like for my emotional psyche, like that's it. 
so I fucking made this eye contact, and she coyly looked back too many fucking times for me to get her out of my brain. Mm. And I would just just constantly think about this chick, and my buddies were just like, fucking talk to her, dumbass. You know? <laughs> because we were just doing ridiculous shit. I made so much money. So we just go on shopping sprees, go eat sushi, then go play paintball, and then come back. And like it was just like this. Hey, you're a kid with all kinds of yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, and you know we worked like probably eighty hours a week. Yeah, because we were the we were like phenoms at the dot, dot in the dot com boom. So we were like we were just crushing million dollar product projects at nineteen, and then like like when our off days were our off days, like that was like. <laughs> just get blitzed and you know, be retarded. And so uh, back then you could say retarded. And <laughs> it's a time sensitive word. So it is. It is. Uh, so I, I, was, I was like, hi. And uh, she was like the warmest, most receptive, <laughs> like, oh my God. And I was like, I'm going to take you on a date. You're going to be my girlfriend. And uh, <laughs> I and, like how in, in your stories, you immediately get them to be your girlfriend. That's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I finally learned after a long, arduous time that that you have to make them realize that she, they're already your girlfriend for it to work. But um, <laughs> they uh, – <laughs> so – and she's like, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. So, like, we go out on a date, and it's cute and shit, and and I fucking – like, I'm just, like, on top of the world – and she kisses me. Oh, yeah. Like Margaret, oh, nice. you know? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. She kissed but, you first? Yeah, oh, yeah. She just comes after me because I was like super timid. And and I'm like, oh, yeah, we need to keep doing this. This is fucking, <laughs> this, this is badass. So, uh, so I was like, you know, <laughs> plotting with my buddies. It's like, all right, so we got to get her over the house. And then, and then, and then we can kiss some more. <laughs> <laughs> and because I was like still against sex, like I was like indoctrinated. I was right. like, you know, we don't hook up with girls because that's Satan. Oh. Yeah. So, um, and God has to be in the room for sex. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. So I, uh, and she comes over and she keeps coming over, like, and because we partied every night, you know, right? Like, fucking nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Yeah. Like when was, you can and it's awesome. Dude, you just fucking easy. You know, my buddy buys the alcohol. Yep. We come over. We just fucking just play video games and I think we were playing Pokemon like with the <laughs> cards, you know, and the dice. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and the girls would come over. We had this like stripper chick that would come over. I was in love with her. She was my girlfriend for like two seconds, and <laughs> then uh, and then all of a sudden. Uh, she's like, I'm tired. I should stay here. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So she's like hanging out with me in the bed. I'm like, this is rad. I get to like touch her <laughs> and kiss her at the same time. This awesome. is badass, right? <laughs> so, um, we end up, uh, you know, over the, the course of time, you know, now we're dating and like we're exclusive and everything's cool. <laughs> And she gets kicked out of her place, and I said, "Oh, just stay here." Oh, and she doesn't like working, so I'm paying for everything. And and she's definitely on meth. (laughs) Yeah, dude. And (laughs) we had people in and out of the apartment all the time because they were like, right, fucking, it was party pad, you know, right. 
And so I just leave her at the house and I go to work, you know, work 16 hours straight and just fucking whatever, come back, you know, hook up, pass out, drink, fucking do it again. Right. You know, and then uh, and then one night she was just like, you know what, we just need to we need to have this sex thing because and I was just like, because she'd had a lot of sex oh. and I had had no sex. <laughs> so I was really good at the, the oral thing because I had this lesbian girlfriend at one point who taught me all this shit. Um, but, uh, the, she, so I was just like, okay, cool. This is cool. Right. And I was trained in this abstinence only. Yeah. Weapon, right. So I didn't even know what condoms were. Oh no. Yeah. So, oh no. <laughs> so we get, so we get it on and now we have this whole fucking, th- like you talk about chemistry. It's like, holy shit. Like this is awesome yeah like why have i not done this my whole life like <laughs> fuck dude like the second you get that taste you're like oh fuck yeah yeah, yeah. like i thought masturbation was fucking bomb uh this is way better <laughs> super warm <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and there's a woman attached like this is sick like, awesome. she's kissing me at the same time like fucking mind <laughs> blown right so, um, anyways, she and her and my relationship started just declining very rapidly because I kept wondering why she kept staying at my house mm. and using all my money. And <laughs> yeah, you and know, you're not whatever. setting boundaries. She was being moody, and you know, I bent over backwards to unmoodify her and all this other shit. And um, so. I thought everything was cool, but like it was falling apart around me. And eventually I was just like, you know what? We can't fucking do this. Cause like, uh, cause she had already had a kid. And so like the father was still kind of in the life gotcha. and like, it was like complicated cause we had to do this like custody thing. And it was like, it was weird. Um, mm. it was, I, don't, I still don't know how, like looking back, she was able to live at my house and still maintain custody. Uh, anyway, it, it was weird, weird. <laughs> Um, well, you were working 16 hours. You didn't really know the details of whatever she was saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. she was on drugs, right? Right. Lies so, were told. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> so uh, I end up uh, trying to break it off. And she does anything to try to keep me in. You know, mm-hmm. just talking, talking. To, I'm going to go to church with you. And you're going to do all this stuff. And, uh, and like, I got to meet your mom. And we're going to do all this. You know, like she's oh, like, shit. she's like throwing everything out, like trying to stay. And I'm like, in my brain, I'm like. You just like the money. Could you go? It's time for you to go. You're done with this. And so we broke up. And then the last thing she says to me, she's like, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, all right, well, call me when you figure that shit out. Because I'm just assuming she's lying to me. Because she's lying, lie, 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 lie. Um, We ended up breaking up because I was suspecting she was smashing this dude that kept coming over to my house. Right. Oh my God! Was uh, she smashing at your house? Uh, yeah, like while I was gone. Right? Ew. So, I so I, so I just broke up. I was done. Right. So right. fucking three months later, the fucking the fucking uh, serve the papers kind of person oh shows God. up at my house, and it starts going to this whole fucking downward spiral. Like, okay, she actually is pregnant. It actually is mine. Right. Oh, fuck. And like this whole fucking thing, and like, and I was like, whoa, holy shit! So. As that started to come out, and uh, we decided to give the baby up for adoption because neither of us were parentable. Right. And uh, I was really anti-abortion because of my upbringing. Mm-hmm. So I uh, 
throughout the whole thing, like things just kept coming out. I had to go get a you know, paternity test and do all this stuff. Oh my Turns God. out like th- it was a toss up between me and seven other guys. Holy. Like in the time frame, right? Like she was basically running a fucking brothel out of my house. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like, bro. with no money, how do you pay for meth, right? So Holy like, holy shit, bro, kid, dude, yeah. So she, uh, so I was like, what the fuck? And I, you know, I'm in love with this chick still, but like, I, it's like, you know, it's toxic, and you know, right, it's bad yeah, for you. Like, yeah, even at 19, you're like, this is all. So every time we get back bad. together to like. You know, meet up with the adoption people or whatever. She's always uh, trying to like get back in, and I'm like, maybe I don't know. I would, you're gonna have to do this. Like, I'm I'm, I'm like <laughs> nuts. And uh, oh my god, I you know I finally it was done, and the adoption thing went through, and my mom like just basically disowned me, and mm. like it was this whole like fucking thing, and um, and uh, like I was actually I saw my mom this weekend yeah for lunch and she still I still think about that like she's still like emotional about oh my god like the kid's probably nineteen now okay like like what yeah <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's been a while so uh, I I ended up after all that uh, I was done with with all that and I just kept moving forward and I was really fucking scarred because it turned out that all my friends that came party with me like. What had happened was they were also broke as shit and liked to use my resources. Mm-hmm. They also liked to use my girlfriend. No. And they would look me in the eye while they're fucking playing Pokemon or whatever the fuck. <gasps> right? Ew. At my house when I got home from work. Because they were just basically having a big party. God. Right? Fucking yeah. betrayal, man. Right, yeah. So Maybe that's what this episode is about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not about first loves. It's about betrayal. <laughs> uh, but she probably taught me more about, um, you know, protecting myself. And, like, I've had to undo a lot of the the walls that I put up right after that relationship for yeah. years. You know, I had to, like, undo a lot yeah. of that. And uh, turns out, like, she ended up learning. She was, like, really good at this game. And so she learned that when you give a baby up for adoption, you get yourself paid for, for about 12 to 18 months by the adopted family. Oh my God. Right. And she did it four more times over the course of the last, right. She was like hyper fertile. So she got knocked up. would go get the baby up for adoption, get taken care of. Right? Oh my then God. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Oh my God. Right? I'm in like a serious, like, like she <laughs> my, was like, my face is just like, fuck. That's not a good person. I ran into her probably five years ago or something. Oof. And she was on her like sixth kid or something. Oh, my God. And she decided to keep that one. And, okay. you know, with the guy that she was with at the time. And like, oh, yeah, it was very friendly or whatever. She's not off drugs or whatever. Like, good. it's cool. But, like, she ended up. People like, grow. People change. Moving they evolve. to Mexico in the middle of it because for check fraud. And, like, <laughs> it, she was, she was like, like, grade A certified like not the norm yeah she sounds like my ex the one who (laughs) passively stole the car like like a lot of what you're saying sounds exactly like that like and i think a lot (laughs) like i think that relationship is what drove me into studying psychology studying how people work studying persuasion and all that other stuff that like turned me into what i am today right yeah like she was really really formative and uh 
Um, I think that was my first adult relationship. And then that it, is it, a fucked adult relationship. Like for sure. The cool part about it is like, you know, you can't really go down from there. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, very true. Yeah. Everything is looking up after that. It's like, what was your first love Duke? Oh yeah. I knocked off a meth addict. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you started with Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Margaret was Margaret. much sweeter. I love Margaret. <laughs> that was a much sweeter yeah, story. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go through Vanessa, Colleen, Brittany. All the high school ones are, were cool. Oh, Susie. <gasps> Susie was a meth addict, too, and she was 13. Oh. Yeah. 13 in a meth addict? Yeah. I, she went to Hesperia, rehab. Hesperia, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. it's in Hesperia. Yeah. Like, you know where Lancaster is? Yes, I do. Yeah, so Hesperia is like... same, same. Yeah, yeah, like 30 minutes yep. east. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Like that place is famous for having like explosive oh, yes. trailer park yes. homes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's why all my friends are all fucked up. Oh man, that's but okay, but the friends, your friends, all fucking her too. That's pretty fucking shitty. That is shitty. Well, I mean, they, like in my betrayal, all my friends knew that they were fucking right, and nobody told me for a year. That was pretty shitty. But like yeah. all of them, like actually fucking her that's i mean that's really shitty yeah that's shitty uh, well i learned a lot about human instinct and you know because yeah. my i feel like i fell in love with her i don't see why other guys wouldn't <laughs> right sure like yeah, i but there's a million there's a million people like there's a million people that's why like i'm really big on especially after that happened right like i just was sort of um very, very big on if I found out somebody had a boyfriend or I mean a girlfriend or uh, was Skirt. yeah whoops yeah or in a in a marriage or in a relationship of any kind I just was like oh no I'm I'm that is that is bad karma all the way around yeah you know and especially like my friends dudes like I would never want to fucking go for one of my friends dudes you know like that to me just never appealed to me ever. Yeah, I think both of us have the same view that, like, there are so many fucking people. There's a million people. Like, like well, literally, like, billions. Billions, yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, I don't need that one. Like, right. that one's taken. Like, you know, I mean, I think there's something to be said about, like, oh, and especially, like, groups of friends, too. Like, I'm not a big fan of, like, bouncing around, like, you know, in a group of guys. You know, like, oh, I fucked him and fucked him, fucked him, fucked him. I figure you get, like, two you get, like, the one break the sexual tension type and then, like, the one actual relationship, you know? And, like, one has to come before the other, you know? That, that's sort of how I think about it. Um, but, like, this my, – my ex, Bessie, she fucked quite a few dudes in the group. Like, actually, most of them. And, and one of the friends ended up getting her pregnant. She ended up having an abortion, which Aaron paid for. When we were in college, awesome. which when we were in college, so he knew about all of this and was still like, "Yeah, be my wifey." <laughs> like more hey. power to him, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is what it is. Man. Yeah, yeah. So it was just, oof. and I don't really like have a problem with like sexual promiscuity. Like I'm like I fucking I don't care how many dudes you fucked. Like, Agreed. She she also made me feel bad, like because I I uh, was I would date people, you know, but I would like I was dating a guy and he was like. You know, no good, but I wasn't like any, it, he wasn't my boyfriend. Like we were just sleeping together and, you know, we would see other people or whatever. She would make me feel bad about that shit. 
Yeah, yeah. And then but I'm what like, what a whore. Yeah, and then I'm like, bitch, you're fucking everybody. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but I was drinking. It just happened. It's not gonna happen again. It's fine. It's just his penis just fell in me. Yeah, I don't know. It's what it was. It was good too. Like I was surprised. <laughs> but yeah, did you yeah. have any like instinct about your friends like fucking her or no? I had no reference. Oh, okay. But you bet after that, I had so fucking plenty of reference. Yeah. Like I yeah. can smell that shit a mile away now, but I don't even care about it. Like. My philosophy, like, through most of my life is that, like, cheating isn't really about sex. It's about lying. It's about betrayal. Yeah. Right? It's, and it's never, like, even if it's my friend, it's not the guy's fault that my girl decided to lie. Right? So. But what if he doesn't tell you? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously that's fucked up, too. But, but isn't that a lie he didn't also? cheat on me. True. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, I look at, like, guys trying to fuck my girlfriend as, like, same as, like, trying to, like, keep my PlayStation for too long. Like, it, I don't really blame them much because they're fucking idiots. You know <laughs> what I mean? Did like, you just compare girlfriend to PlayStation? No. If, uh, like, like as far as, like, the, the guy doing, like, okay. I don't feel like he's, like, stabbing me in the back or whatever. Okay. But when she says, I'm going to be faithful, uh, I choose monogamy with you, uh, and then she chooses not to do that, that's... That's what really fucks with me. Yeah. So that's why I don't do monogamy anymore. Because <laughs> nobody, everybody's got free agency now. But, um, but yeah. So as far as that is concerned, like I don't, I don't even get jealous. Like especially now, yeah, with I'm, my I'm status really as you know, dating coach or whatever, um, I get guys competing with me on purpose because mm-hmm. they want to beat me. Right. Right. So if I ever bring a girl around. I get stabbed in the back, quote unquote, by every guy I know, except for like, <laughs> like the guys I work with, like my right. close, close guys. Like, but like everybody's, oh yeah. And they'll talk shit about me, like behind my back. Like they do all like, and I thought, I think this happens in real life, not just because I'm I kind of out coach. of the ordinary right. now, but like, I think in real life, like that actually happens. I just catch it more often and I don't really blame dudes, mm-hmm. you know? My girlfriend lied to me once and uh, I was there and then, but at the, at the bar she was at and she walks out with a buddy who was supposed to be my buddy, you know, yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, I was like, oh, I didn't really blame him much. Like, right. I just figured, oh yeah, well, she's attractive. I get it. But, uh, fuck you. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. uh, but it was her that I was mad at. Right. Because she's the liar. Uh, yeah. You know, she's yeah. the one that, like, it's not like she was some, you know, dainty little girl and my friend did this this like mastermind plot. Right. no she fucking felt like doing something and he was like okay right like that's <laughs> that's kind of how i look at it but yeah whatever. no straight up that is how that goes i don't really want to end on that note but <laughs> we're fucking six minutes over time right now so. are we at an hour six yeah so uh come up with something cool and positive about first loves <laughs> so we talked about We've, we talked about first loves. We talk about. Uh, I think. I think getting the, tripped on playgrounds. <laughs> I think the big <laughs> thing is, is like, like, love should kind of feel like that first time. That sort of like anxious, like you know, when you got when you got tripped on the playground, and all of a sudden she's on top of you kissing you, and you were like, you liked it, you know? Yeah. It should feel like that. Like me at thirteen, holding sweating hands, like knowing something is, you know, having that little butterfly in my stomach. That's the fun shit. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what it should feel like. So uh, besides from all, you know, you get jaded <laughs> as you move through life with your first loves, et cetera, et cetera. But I think 
you know, you can always kind of hold on to that feeling, right? Like you can always kind of go back and be like, oh yeah, this reminds me of that little, that little butterfly in my stomach, the yeah. little sweaty palms and falling and being like, oh yeah, at five, this is, this is what I want. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week for the Christmas slash other Holiday holidays specials. that don't matter um, <laughs> edition. And uh, what are we going to talk about? We're talking about shit. It's in my phone. It was like holidays and family something. Yeah, holidays, family. Um... Holiday relationship. Oh, yeah. Cuffing season. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 All right. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, until next week, have a wonderful week. Have an awesome week, guys. And uh, make love freely. Yeah. Have that first love feeling. <laughs> Get your butterflies in your stomach. <laughs> don't don't get fucking cheated on <laughs> in the process. Nope. <laughs> this is Duke. <laughs> and Rachel. For the crazy switch. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>